Imagine living your life after 50 and feeling energized and excited about your future. Welcome to the Women in the Middle podcast, the podcast for women who are ready to figure out what they want and create the life they deserve. Here's your host and master certified life coach, Susie Rosenstein. Hey there, welcome back to the podcast, Women in the Middle. I'm your host, Susie Rosenstein, your master certified coach and midlife mentor. And I'm so glad to be here with you again for this week's episode, which is all about when your unhelpful thoughts aren't that obvious in midlife. As usual, we're going to dig in and take a look at the topic together so that you can have a little bit more fun as you get better and better at increasing your awareness of your own thought shenanigans and how they get in your way. Ah, there it is, the little whoosh sound that you hear just before I tell you about something I'm having fun with these days. We're all about making midlife more fun around here, so I hope these little bits of midlife goodness are a shot of inspiration for you about something that you can have more fun with too. Today's bit of fun is about anticipation. What might I be anticipating, you may be wondering? Great question. It's about the podcast. Specifically, it's about a big milestone that's coming up soon, actually. I'll keep you posted for sure. Do you know what I'm talking about? The Women in the Middle podcast will soon be hitting the exciting milestone of 1 million downloads. It will be a couple of months from now, but it's a coming, it's a coming. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So in podcast land, you can watch the download stats. And I check these stats out a couple of times a month. You get to see which episodes are more popular too and where in the world the downloads are coming from. For example, I have to say, it's pretty much fun to see the stats behind the scenes. Right now, as of me preparing and recording this podcast, people from 88 countries around the world are listening and 931,585 downloads have occurred. Pretty amazing, right? And if you're a Curb Your Enthusiasm fan like I am, it's pretty, pretty, pretty good. So I'm working on using an important skill that I learned from author Tom Sterner of the number one New York Times bestseller, the book, The Practicing Mind. So it's about being present enough to actually enjoy the anticipation of the milestone and not just wait to celebrate the milestone. That is not just celebrate the goal or not just celebrate when we hit a million downloads. So this lead up counts too. It's so easy for us to just discount the doing and focus only on the goal, the attainment of the goal, which takes you right out of the present moment and deprives you of some joy. So I'm working on not doing that and enjoying the road to this milestone too. I'm thinking about how to celebrate it all though, for sure. So stay tuned for more info about that and please let me know your ideas. By the way, Tom Sterner was featured on the podcast in episode 156, Finding Joy in the Present Moment. So if this concept is interesting to you, you will love this episode. The link will be in the show notes. Or you could look it up on whatever podcast app you use. Again, it's episode 156. So like I said, I would absolutely love it if you would go to 
uh, www.bitly forward slash feedback to Susie. It's bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash feedback to Susie. And tell me what you think about how to celebrate the million download milestone for the Women in the Middle podcast. But I'm telling you, this anticipation is super fun and my celebration has already started. All right, let's dive into today's topic when your unhelpful thoughts aren't that obvious in midlife. Now, as you might imagine, it's not just midlife when your thoughts aren't obvious sometimes. (laughs) But part of the work that I do when coaching women over 50 is to constantly use two strategies to help them dig deeper into mindfulness and thought awareness. And I really wanted to talk to you about it now. Number one, being curious. And number two, understanding the context and relevance of your age. Now, I love this topic because it's simple to get better at really understanding what's going on for you. It's a common pattern and understanding more about it has a big payoff. I'll also be explaining why with one of my favorite hidden thought gems, it's too hard. (laughs) So first, let's hear it for this sneaky little destructive thought, shall we? The reason it's sneaky is because it's typically a thought that just feels like truth. We just accept it as the way things are and talk about it as if it's just another observation about life. It's too hard, right? So here's what I mean. Let's say you're procrastinating doing something that you want to do, like going to bed earlier or starting a gratitude journal or planning what you're going to eat in advance or committing to a new morning routine. That is doing a regular morning thing at a specific time on a specific day of the week or days of the week, whatever it is. The idea is you're, you're procrastinating. <laughs> I have a feeling something in that list will resonate with you. So let's use this one for now, wanting to start a morning routine. This one comes up all the time as a goal for clients and women in the Women in the Middle Academy. So it's common. You might notice that you really, really, really want to start a new morning routine. You notice yourself actually thinking about it with a little bit of excitement. Perhaps you've been strategizing about how to find more time in your day so that you can accommodate it. And like I said, you probably notice that you're procrastinating. Now, many of us stop right there. You say that you want to make a change like this, but then you procrastinate. Think about your New Year's resolutions for a reminder of how this goes, (laughs) typically for so many of us. And then a lot of times you just move on to the next thing and you come up with a rationale to explain your failed plan. Something like, I suck at this. I've never been good at this. It's never going to happen. I've never been successful with this change. This kind of thing doesn't work for me. Right? And then what happens next? You feel bad about yourself because these thoughts set you up for that. But wait, there's more. There's a thought that usually sits just behind these typical thoughts. But you might not even notice it because it just seems so true that you don't even look twice. And the way you find this stinky lurking thought is to ask yourself some questions about the way you're looking at yourself procrastinating. And this, my friend, is the first strategy for dealing with unhelpful thoughts that aren't obvious. In other words, be curious. One of the best questions to ask yourself right off the bat is a simple one. It only has three letters, and it's easy to remember. It's why. 
Why do you think that? Or you can even take it a little further and you can ask yourself, why am I choosing to think this? So why am I thinking this? Why am I choosing to think this? Why? (laughs) Why? Let's go back to some of those typical excuses that you think about why you haven't yet been able to accomplish this goal, and I'll show you how it works. You discover you think this thought. I suck at this. And then you ask yourself, why? Why am I choosing to think this? And answer. Or you notice this little gem of a thought. I've never been good at this. And then you ask yourself why, and you answer. Perhaps you find yourself thinking this thought, it's never going to happen. And then you ask yourself why. Or maybe you actually hear yourself telling a girlfriend this thought, I've never been successful with this change. But now you're going to ask yourself why. And then this juicy stinker, this kind of thing doesn't work for me. And again, you don't just believe it. You lean in a bit and act curious. Be curious and ask yourself, why? Now, this is what the actual practice of self-coaching and looking for increased awareness looks like, right? You want to focus on it. You want to be curious, which means you don't just believe stuff. You be curious. And when you ask that little question, why? you will absolutely have an answer. And here's the rest of the challenge I was talking about. You're probably going to discover this doozy of a stinker too. The thought, it's too hard. Now I warned you about this thought. It feels true. Something you probably won't challenge or question if we weren't talking about it. (laughs) Something you're not that curious about, but rather just ready to accept. This is why it's a challenge in and of itself, should you choose to accept it. What if you asked yourself why you're choosing to think that it's too hard? You know, you don't just believe it. If your kid told you something that he or she was doing or learning or trying and they gave up and told you it's just too hard, you would probably challenge them. But when it comes to challenging the stinker of a thought yourself, not so much. Here's the thing. It's just an optional thought like all of the other thoughts. Just be curious about it. Even that baby step opens you up to the possibility that you could think about it differently. It's not the only way to think about it. You don't have to believe it. What if it's not hard? It just opens you up a little bit. And that leads me to the other half of my two-part strategy to find unhelpful thoughts that aren't obvious understand the context and relevance of your age. Now, what I don't mean is you're older, so it's harder. Okay, that's not what I'm talking about. So don't get me wrong. What I do mean is that understanding the context of the way your age helps you understand how long and with what regularity you may have been practicing this thought, that may actually help you be more compassionate with yourself. So let me repeat that. What I'm talking about is that understanding the context of the way your age helps you, it helps you understand the amount of time and perhaps how often you may have been practicing this thought. And all of that context may help you be more compassionate with yourself. I've seen it over and over again. So think about it. 
What would your biceps look like if you practice doing bicep curls three times a week? And what would that be like if you did that for 20 years? <laughs> Can you even imagine? Your biceps would be super developed and toned. You'd be very strong. Now imagine the power of that kind of rehearsal with a thought. Again, super powerful. This is why you can train your brain to think new helpful things and also why you can train your brain to think unhelpful things. So if you've been thinking an unhelpful thought like it's too hard for 30 plus years, imagine the strong habit and negative impact you've set up for yourself. That's what I mean about age. So if you're around 50, you've likely been thinking a thought like this for 30 years, 20 years, 25 years, a long time. And I don't even know how often you've been thinking it, but if, it, if that kind of a thought settles in, quite possible it's become a habit that you have repeated, because that's what a habit is, right? For a very long time. When I found a stinky thought, it was going on for 40 years. And I've talked about that many times on the podcast. For me, that thought that I found that was completely unhelpful <laughs> was, it's so not true, that it's harder for me to lose weight because I'm only 4'10". And I could figure out about how old I was when I started to think that thought. And then I never questioned it. I never questioned it until I got busted by a coach. And I was shocked. <laughs> because it just seemed like truth, exactly what I'm talking about now. So it's not that age is a bad thing, but the context for this example shows you that it's important to show yourself some compassion when you realize the strength of your habit. Do you follow? Imagine those biceps. This is a relevant thing when it comes to creating neural pathways in your brain. So my friend, curiosity and compassion are super important when it comes to you being more open about being intentional about your life. It totally matters. You need to be curious and compassionate towards yourself so that you can lean into, train yourself, be more open regularly to what you can do better in your life with more intention, whatever that is, whatever that is. So much of what we're doing here is thinking on purpose, feeling on purpose, right? So this is what we're working on, you being more intentional about your life on purpose. This is serious business <laughs> and age counts, but not in a bad way. It's just to give you more context of what's been going on, more understanding, more awareness. So these two strategies will help you understand more about how you think, what you feel, and what you do as a result. If you don't get the outcomes and results in your life that you want on purpose, you don't have a personality problem. You have a thinking problem. And the good news is, it's a thinking problem that you can learn to work with. You can work with it so that it supports the results that you want. You can learn to fix it in a way that serves you. Wouldn't it be great if we could fix more of our problems with curiosity and compassion? <laughs> That's what we're talking about. And this is a theme. If you're a regular listener, you've heard this come up here and there 
in different podcasts because it's so helpful. This, this concept and related concepts really, really helped me, and I know that it can help you too. Remember, you are not too old and it's not too late. You can totally do this one thought at a time. So there's one more thing. I have a free gift for you on my website called Five Steps to Defunkify Your Midlife Mood, and it's all about thought awareness in midlife. It's a quick and easy to use little guide that features strategies and prompts to help you do some of this kind of self-coaching so that you can understand what you're thinking better. It will help you increase your awareness as to what's going on up there step-by-step so you can get on with it, get on with the very important personal work of being more intentional about what you want and making a plan to get there. As you know, when you want to make a change, nothing happens by accident. So this free guide will really help you be happier, more confident, and finally find yourself again so that you don't have regrets and so that you can just be way more intentional. Who doesn't want that? So I have another bit.ly link for you. So remember, it's www.bit.ly forward slash thought awareness. So it's www.bit.ly forward slash thought awareness and grab your free download and have fun with it. Of course, this link will also be in the show notes. So that's what I have for you today. That's it for this episode. As you know, my focus as a midlife coach is to help you become the queen of your brain domain. And what that means is learning how to get better at catching yourself in the act of thinking forward and wasting less time spinning and feeling stuck about what you want and how to get there, yada, yada, yada. (laughs) This is what regret-proofing your life is all about. Now, if you want to go faster and have more fun, you can. The bottom line is that change is easier and better with coaching and support, and I can totally help you. You really have to join us in the Women in the Middle Academy. It's my six-month coaching program where you get the coaching you need to apply what you're learning here in the podcast and get the clarity and excitement in your life again that you've been looking for. Don't waste another second feeling stuck. Book your momentum call and we will take it from there. Just head over to www.womeninthemiddleacademy.com. For show notes and links and info about how to download your free gift, Five Steps to Defunkify Your Midlife Mood, go to www.susierosenstein.com and click on the podcast tab to find the information about this episode. Let's do this, ladies. It's time for you to put yourself first, one thought at a time. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll talk to you next week. 